The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Society has just become so cynical and, and so solitary and so blinkered and so isolated and we've isolated other people and that's exactly what I want to talk about right now. Annette had some sad news over the Christmas period. She's on the line now to remind us all about how important it is to keep an eye out for elderly neighbours. Hi there, Annette. Hi, Gareth. Good morning. Good morning and Happy New Year to you. Now, this really was sad news, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really. Um, Yeah, it's very sad. My neighbour passed away, um, we think, perhaps St. Stephen's night into the following morning. We're not sure exactly when. How did you find Um, out? Well, his name was Mike and he had been unwell for the past maybe three weeks um, so I've known him for years and, and I gave him my number years ago. I said, look, if ever you need anything, give me a shout, you know, because I'm living just up the road from him. Um, and uh, yeah, about three weeks ago, he rang me and he just said, look, can you drop down a few bits? Um, I'm not feeling well. And, um, and I said, grand, no bother. I'll call down, get your list from you and we'll go from there. So, and that was going on for a couple of weeks. Um, and then up to, Christmas Eve, he still hadn't been eating. Now, I had given out to him and said, look, you need to go to the doctor or you need to go to hospital. And he was like, yeah, maybe we'll see, you know. Um, but he was the man who was used to, he was living on his own. He had four dogs and um, he was used to kind of doing his own thing and he was always happy out doing that, you know. Um, so there was no talking to him, basically. He wasn't going to go to a doctor or to the hospital, you know. It's, it's and, I think, um, isn't it, it's, it's a kind of a male thing, I think, that I think we, it is, yeah. we, we think we can survive on our own, but we, we can't. We think, yeah, you can't really know. That's just it. So um, I called to him on Christmas Eve and said to him, right, tomorrow's Christmas Day, Is what do I, What do you need, do you know, to keep you going? And he was like, oh, he was kind of like, oh my God, tomorrow's Christmas Day. He just had been so sick, you know. And um, so I said to him, I'll drop down your dinner tomorrow, and I'll ring the doorbell, but I'll go, because it used to take him, you know, a good few minutes to get to the door at this stage. And I didn't want to be standing there waiting for him and putting him under pressure to get to the door. I said, just take in your dinner when you're good and ready, you know, and heat it up. Yeah. And um, so I didn't, I tried ringing him then on Christ, or on St. Stephen's Day, but there was no answer. So I thought it was grand. And I didn't leave the house on St. Stephen's Day. It was like just one of those days I just didn't budge anywhere. And it was the following morning, um, I was taking a dog to the vet's and I looked in his driveway and I could see that the dinner was still there, that the bag was still there. And I thought, oh, he hasn't come out at all to get it, you know. And um, so when I came back from the vets then, I went down and I couldn't get an answer. I could hear his phone ringing inside, but I still couldn't get an answer. He wasn't coming to the door and I couldn't hear him. Um, and the dogs were barking. Um, so that's when I decided to um, call the local guard station in Mallow and ask them to do a welfare check on him, um, which they did. They came up very quickly in fairness to them and... But then we had to wait for uh, the dog warden to come because two of the dogs wouldn't be the friendliest. Right. So obviously didn't want anyone going in <laughs> and getting mm. a bite. Um, wouldn't be fair on the dogs and wouldn't be fair on the person. Um, so by the time that gentleman arrived, and he was an absolute gentleman, the dog warden who took care of the dogs. Um, but unfortunately, Mike was had passed away. Oh. So the guards confirmed it to me. Oh, I think it must have been about... 
I've touched on it, I've forgotten. Time just went out the window. Uh, I, I, sometime that evening, perhaps around six o'clock or there or thereabouts. And when, um, when, when the guard the access the house in that, were you allowed to go in with them or did they tell you to stay outside? No, 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 no. I wasn't allowed to go in, no. Um, I, um, I, 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 I just came up home. I was just up here. They said they'd ring me, um, as soon as, um, they had, um, you know, access to the house and, and all that. And, um, so by the time they actually rang me, I had gone back down and I was, um, I was next door. I was in the house next door, one of Mike's neighbors. And we were just waiting for the news. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, so my guard Katie rang me in to say that, um, yeah, Mike was gone. He had passed away. Um, and in, so, in terms of obviously, I don't want to go into detail in terms of, of family and extended family, but presumably there was nobody there, was there? Well, he, he had never mentioned family t- yeah. to us, you know. Um, to the neighbours on either side of him, PJ and Kim, and then myself. Um, I vaguely remember him saying he had a sister in England, but, but that was about it, really. We didn't have any contact details for anybody, you know. Um, so uh, I kind of became the, 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 the point of contact, really, for the guards and, and for... Um, for um, Eddie O'Keefe, the undertaker, who then took Mike's remains to CUH um, for the postmortem. And the reason um, the reason I mentioned relatives in that is is because I, I assume his remains can't be released to you until hopefully a relation <laughs> comes forward. That's true. Um, I, I had been going through the motions of organising some sort of a memorial mass, but possibly without his remains, because <clears throat> like that, you, you, I, I, I thought the same, Gareth, that they couldn't be released. But in actual fact, they can be released. They can be released to the undertaker as long as the undertaker is happy to, to receive him. Right. Um, but thankfully, his sister has been found. My wow. sister has been found. And, uh, she, she was speaking to the guards the other day and he asked to speak with me. So I spoke with her yesterday for about 10 minutes. Um, and, and, and so she's obviously devastated, you know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, is she uh, living abroad without getting too specific? She is. Yeah. She's, she's in the UK, but, um, they, they sent each other birthday cards and Christmas cards every year. So she's only just recently received them because her birthday is in December. So she's only recently received a card from Mike for her birthday and for Christmas. Right. Um, and I think that's actually how the guards found her because, uh, one of the cards was in the house with her name and address on it. And so, so. presumably she felt that Mike was fine and everything was okay because she received the cards. But, yeah, she, yeah. This, this is it. I mean, they wouldn't have been, um, they wouldn't have been talking on the phone all the time mm. or anything like that. It would have been just, you know, they probably just communicated by the cards only, you know? Yeah. So, um, and unfortunately, Christine lost her husband in June 23. So oh, it's been a tough, a tough couple of months for her. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is so, a, t- a double blow. But, Gosh, that's shocking. Double blow for her. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. Um, and then, of course, knowing that, that Mike passed away by himself, you know. Yes. But as I said to her yesterday, I said there was nothing getting him out of that house. Um, he was staying there because he, he wouldn't leave the dogs. Like there was just no way he would leave the dogs. Yeah. So, um, and unfortunately he, he had no choice in the end, you know. Mm. Um, and the dogs were taken to the CSPCA. So 
Fingers crossed they'll be rehomed because I know the CSPCA have a no-kill policy, so fingers crossed they'll be rehomed somewhere. I really hope. Right, and pr- and, and at the busiest time of the year for them, hopefully. The, the At the busiest time of the year, yeah. but I'll tell you that dog warden, whoever he was, was an absolute gentleman. The way he handled the dogs with such compassion, you know, knowing that they'd probably be scared. He was amazing. He was absolutely amazing. Ter- so, I'd say terrified and like four beautiful big black dogs. Oh, the big black dogs, <laughs> Gorgeous, yeah. yeah. Sadie and Shay would be the mammy and the daddy, and then Morgan and Bowie were the well. I took that Mike used to always call them pups, but sure, there were six or seven now at this stage, you <laughs> yeah. know. But yeah. they were always the pups to him. They were the babies, you know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah. And Sadie, um, Sadie is losing her sight because she's diabetes. Oh, so she is her, um, she is her guide. She Gosh. shows her where to go when when they're out walking. They're, they're just they're super cute. And they would have super, adored Mike. Cute, they would have know? adored Mike. <gasps> Well, he would have been their only major yeah. contact, really, bar me and whoever else stopped to talk to him when he was out walking with the dogs. And the subject he talked about most was the dogs. Yeah. And so if you were into dogs, Mike would have plenty of chat for you, you know. Yeah. yeah. And uh, lovely. I mean, just a lovely gent. He, he was quiet, kept to himself. Um very highly intelligent and I believe a gifted musician as well um, from what I've been told since Um, but yeah just kept himself to himself and um, you know the only reason that I happened to be involved was just that he needed a bit of help in the last few weeks and I was happy to give it right Um, you know I mean what else can you do for somebody you know well I mean that's that's an event that is that will change your life as well I mean that the the shock of 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 yeah. discovering what had happened, having tried to get him to get medical help in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I'll be honest, Gareth, straight away, I just, well, I started crying um, just because of shock and everything, but I was also, I, I felt guilty that I didn't force him to get the medical help. But then, you know, the neighbours, Kim and PJ, were like looking at, he never wanted to go anywhere. He mm. he. That was his thing. He stayed at home, and that was it, you know. And he wasn't budging with those because of the dogs. Yeah, and so, I, you know, I, there was also, nothing anyone could do. Yeah, I, I think you probably you couldn't have forced him. I think the 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 the, the way yeah. you did it was the only way you could have done it. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. if I had tried to force him to do anything, he would have just cut me off, you know. Yes. So at least this way, I was still I was still there anyway. You know what I mean? And and did did whatever I could possibly do, you know. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and I think it's 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 a time for reminding everybody that this is not uh, this is not something rare. This this is happening an awful lot that we just don't hear about. It is, it is, and I suppose it's just a reminder to anybody if you know of somebody who is living on their own, you don't have to be, you know, intrusive and be, you know, in their face every day of the week. But you can just give a shout every now and then and say, look, do you need anything? I'm going to wherever the shops, you know, or I'm going to the chemist. Is there anything I can drop you, you know? And I mean, 99 times, you know, they'll probably say to you, no, I'm grand. But you know what? Maybe, just maybe once they might need something. And, you know, and maybe they might reach out to you again then, you know, if, mm. if, they, if they ever got into trouble like Mike did, you know. And it's just, it's just, we have to look after each other because, you know, what else can you do? Where's that dust coming from? 
Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Yeah, and you know, you have to mind those around you very much. I think in many cases, as in Mike's, it, it takes the persuasion of somebody else to actually make them realize that what they have needs medical attention. Because sometimes, and I, and I, I kind of go back to the whole male thing again. And I lived on my own for uh, the, the probably the best part of ten years. You, you, you tend to sweep things like that under the carpet because you, you, you are in such a routine which. People looking in from the yeah. outside might think that's not a routine. You know, they're, they're just mm. becoming more isolated. More isolated. Yeah, that's it, you see. And I mean, that certainly would have been Mike to a certain degree, you know. Yeah. Um, he would only leave the house really um, to go to the shop, get the few bits, and occasionally he would go to Jim Keith's pub down the road yeah. for a couple of pints. But that was it, you know. Other than that, that was Mike's routine, you know. Um, and that was, he was happy. He was happy with that, you know. But mm. I mean, obviously looking back on it, you know, it would have been better for him to be out more and about, out and about more and more people around him. But look, that was his life and that's how he chose to live it. Yeah. And you know something? He was blessed to have you as, as, a, as a great friend. And, and please remember that too, because I think, uh, I, 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 a similar situation some years back um, a, a friend when I say he was a friend like yourself I knew him very well and I would see him for the occasion a couple of points but he was living on his own and uh, he told everybody that on doctor's advice he was giving up the drink and he wouldn't be in the pub anymore which I felt was probably not a good idea because the pub was his only uh, social outlet yeah isolating you see by himself yeah, yeah. and he, he sadly like Mike he passed away on his own in the apartment and he, he, he wasn't found for three weeks. Everyone thought he didn't want to drink and he didn't want to he, he didn't want the company of people who drank. So everybody mm, inadvertently mm. said we better just leave him alone. Leave uh, him alone, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. yeah. But I, and I, I mean and that's respecting somebody's decisions, you think. Yes. But you know, sometimes perhaps maybe it's no harm just to Give us, give us, give a check every now and then, yeah, yeah. and make sure they are okay and and are are happy with their decision. You know what I mean? Not yeah. that you're going to question them, but just make sure that you know you're still around, regardless if you're not going to the pub for a drink or, yeah. you know, you're not going out to play cards or you're not going out to play bingo. Just make sure, just always, just check on somebody like that. If you, especially if you think there's nobody else around in their life, you know, yeah, because you just never know. You just never know. I mean. 
I didn't think for a second, you know, when Mike phoned me a couple of weeks back that I'd be sitting here talking now about him having passed away. I just didn't see that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it was just a shock. Yeah. Yeah. Big shock. Okay. And that, it's lovely, shock. lovely to But I missed him out walking around with dogs. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It, it was, yeah. No, 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 please. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I think that's, no, 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 it's, no. it's his presence. It's his presence in your life as well. That I, Yeah, yeah, know, that's yeah. it. He used to always get a big smile and he'd tell me he'd see me come and he'd be going, because he knew the dogs were going to start going mad, like <laughs> trying to get to me to give me kisses and whatever, you know, yeah. and he'd start smiling, getting ready to hold on to the dogs so that they wouldn't uh, pull him asunder, you know. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah. So it's it's nice to talk yeah, to you. What, what, is so, that your own dog there in the background? Is, uh, <laughs> that is my my own three going nuts because oh, right. somebody's ringing the doorbell. <laughs> what are their What are their names? Oh, Spud is well. They're all rescues. All three of them. Yeah. So Misty is the oldest. Yeah. Spud then is the middle, and Molly is the youngest. Oh, beautiful names! So there are three terriers. Uh, Molly is a Chihuahua Jack Russell, and she's a teacup, so she's only about one pound. You can hear her behind me, and she thinks she's a Rottweiler when somebody rings the doorbell. She goes absolutely ape. Oh, they're blessed to and have people you. People stand back when I open the door. <laughs> Thank you. Great to talk to you. Take care. Thanks, you too. Guys. Thanks, Gareth. Appreciate bye-bye. the chat. Take Thank care. Bye bye. Thank you. Uh, God, there are just sometimes no words. Um, and particularly if you, if you do know of someone living close to you who's living alone, um, doesn't matter how old they are because, you know, this is not always an age thing. Um, as in this case with Mike, it, it turned out obviously to be medically related. So please look in on them. Even just pick up the phone or even just stick your name and your number uh, on a bit of paper and pop it through the letterbox, just say, if you need me, I'm here. And if they don't get back to you, well, at least, you know, you tried. Quartz 96 FM.